Whoa. wanted to ball, just Whoa. wanted the fire, just Whoa. like the heat, man. I just wanted to ball. 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 You ain't got no water. Dang, man. What's up, y'all? The producer don't got no water for the host. Now my 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 throat gonna be dry. I'm be <coughs> out here choking and coughing and and passing out on on the mic and all that. Dang man, you supposed to you supposed to cater to us. Where's the hospitality, brother? Last time y'all brought water. You right. <laughs> you right. <laughs> I did, man. I did. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode, episode fifteen of Time Out Sports, the podcast. It's your boy, Vonnie the Goat. Yes, sir. C-Ruff is in the building. Y'all know how I'm coming. We getting ready to get into this stuff, man. We got a lot to talk about. And not a whole lot of time to do it. But we're going to have some fun. Let's jump right into it. NFL Conference Championship Recaps. We're going to start off with the AFC recap. Titans versus the Chiefs. Man. Let me just say this. The Chiefs talked the talk. Frank Clark. They talked the talk. But they walked the walk. They backed it up. I usually, and I'll say this real quick before I let you keep going. Usually this happens, the opposite team, you know, the other guy. You got one guy on the opposing team who's been rolling. Then you got the one team like the Chiefs who like, oh, they might have ran through everybody else but us. Yeah, all right. I thought it was going to happen again. I thought maybe Derek, I thought maybe Frank Clark was just chirping at the mouth too much, but nope. He didn't bite off more than he could chew because they held only Derrick Henry to 69 yards. Whew. I didn't watch the game because, you know, I, I had to, had to coach the tournament. Came up short. But listen, from what I heard in this game and what I see from these stats, that Chiefs run defense is going to help them a lot in this, in this Super Bowl. Go ahead, Ruff. Yeah, man. So, like you said, it was a uh, it was a pretty good game. I enjoyed it. But uh, Frank Clark, like you said, he had been running his mouth a little bit. You know, basically saying that you wanna talk, you wanna basically saying that they could shut down Derrick Henry. And I mean, the way that he had been playing lately, that was that definitely qualifies as shutting him down. I mean, Derrick Henry had been on a straight up tear. He had been averaging, I think, about 180 yards per game. Uh, over the last, basically, like, last six to eight games of the season. They only had 85 total rushing yards, Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, 85 total rushing yards. Derrick Henry was 19 carries for 69 yards. Um, he did have one touchdown, but they were just able to minimize him, man. Uh, and the thing is, by them getting down, they were not able to keep going to him. You know, when you get down in a game – you, you have to you have to pass out. the ball or you're gonna run out of time. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happened. The Chiefs offense were were clicking. Um and they put pressure on them to have to pass the ball. Pat Mahomes, hey. Listen. I heard Stephen A talking about you know, Pat Mahomes is a product of the system. Pretty much. He he's he sat up there on first take and said, I could play quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs just because of the weapons he has. You know, but I also think, you know, just not anybody can play quarterback because Alex Smith played quarterback for them. He never took him to the Super Bowl. He had Travis Kelsey. He had Tyreek Hill. You know, he might have not had Sammy Watkins and, you know, Damian Williams. But he's, he had Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt rookie year. You know, so not it. I don't think just anybody could get out there and just play quarterback. You got you to be accurate. You got to have the mindset to get out of the pocket. You got to have the vision, okay? You just can't get up there and play quarterback. You're just not any. But Pat Mahomes is different, baby. I think he's different. He's special. He, he, them Chiefs is going to a Super Bowl for a reason. One thing I like to say about that, too, another thing that has to happen, when you have that kind of talent, you have to be able to be a leader that can keep all of those people dialed in. You know, because when you're the Chiefs and you have Hill, Williams, uh, Kelsey. Watkins. Watkins. Uh, your boy Robinson. Forget Robinson. Yeah. Miko Hardman. Hardman. But when you have that kind of firepower, 
You have to be able to keep everybody checked in and understanding that, you know, some games you're going to get mm -hmm. 10 targets and might have 150 yards. Some games you might get three targets. And that's the thing that, you know, they're also able to do because if you look at that game, Travis Kelsey, he was quiet. Quiet as a mouse. I mean, Travis Kelsey, three uh, – not three carries, three receptions for 30 yards – that's a very quiet game for him. Just four targets overall. Sammy Watkins was the guy. This was the game. He got the 10 targets. Seven receptions, 114 yards. His number was calling. It was time for him to show up. Yeah, so that's the thing, man. Uh, the Chiefs, <laughs> they're a trip. Going back to what you were saying about, you know, Pat Mahomes being a leader, this team was down 24-0 and rallied to win the game 51-31. to That's a leader right there. That, that shows you a lot. We say another quarterback in the NFC is a bad man, but Pat Mahomes, I can't even say what he is. But just know, he is, it's more than a bad man. We're going to go to the NFC game because that's the game I actually watched. I thought it was going to be good at first, but it won't even... Won't even worth it. I got my first pick right with the AFC, the Chiefs, Packers. They let me down. Aaron Rodgers only showed up for half a game. He wouldn't even show up the whole game. I I can't even speak much on this on this Packer team, man. You know they only scored, they didn't score till the second half when they were already down twenty seven zero. Y'all know I got to take a dig at them Cowboys. Why Aaron, Aaron oh. Rodgers had a Dak Prescott game from this season. Oh, yeah, I'll say that. 31 for 39, 326 yards, two touchdowns. So mm -hmm. when you look at the numbers, I mean, he played okay. But when you really break it down and put it into context. And look at the game film. Then you say, you know what? Yeah, Aaron, you know, he showed up to the party once the party was already mm -hmm. ending. Aaron you know, Jones. The lights was coming on and. People were already to the point where they need to go home and go to sleep. Yeah, that's what Aaron Rodgers did, man. So, and in the first half, Devontae Adams only had one target. It's, and then he erupts after you see he starts to get more targets. Nine receptions, hundred thirty-eight yards, eleven targets. Feed your playmaker the ball. Why you wait so late to feed him the ball? Well, see, this is the thing, man. We have to be careful with these young guys. They want to anoint these young guys. Uh, and everybody that know me know, you know, I love everybody, but especially the Caucasians, the LaFleurs, the Shanahan's, the McVeigh's. We they just are. They're put on a pedestal, and then before they have to really prove themselves. Josh McDaniels. It's no way Josh McDaniels should be the commodity that he is right now. Just because of the, it's because of their offensive mind that they have coming into it, and what the, what we've seen them put on the field. Um, now, I get what you're saying. Josh McDaniels, now his history, his track record as a head coach isn't the prettiest. You know, it may be maybe under 500, but it comes down to like, like they should have, Benemy needed, needs to be somebody's head coach right now. Uh, Kansas City's offensive coordinator. And that's my so, point. So they need, I get what you're saying. We have to work so much harder. They, yeah. they continue to just that throw, them, throw them the jobs. That but we, we put out the tape. We we show that we are prepared and capable and still can't get the opportunity. Like you said, the enemy and the 49ers guy. Oh, Robert Saleya? Yeah. That's two guys mm -hmm. that should be having an opportunity going, right and, now. And look at them in the Super Bowl right now. That's my point. Phil and, Yates tweeted. He said Eric Benetemi and Robert Saleh both uh, did not get hired. Both didn't get hired as head coaches. And they're both now coaching in the Super Bowl. Right. But, you know, that's another subject for another day. We're going to have to keep fighting this battle. We know that our uh, our grind is just different. Mm -hmm. it'll, it'll forever be different. But back on topic, uh, the Packers running game let them down also. Ooh. Oh, my bad. Breaking news. Break, yeah, it's just a quick breaking news. Um, you know, it's it's not on football, but it's baseball. It's actually my favorite baseball player. Derek Jeter was just elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame for the class of 2020. 
Derek Jeter, going to the Hall of Fame. Class of 2020, baby. Let's go. All right, you go ahead. Congratulations to Jeter. Job well done. Uh, but back on the Packers and their running game. Their mm. running game let them down in this game because and their running this is the thing. Aaron Jones all year hadn't been, you know, he hadn't been no Derrick Henry. But he been. But he had. He, but the thing is, he was a touchdown. You know, he was a touchdown juggernaut. Mm-hmm. But he hadn't, you know, like I said, he hadn't been giving you ninety to hundred yards every game, and that came back to haunt you in this game. You had Williams and Jones combined just for sixty-two rushing yards. You know, as a team, they had sixty-two rushing yards because Aaron Rodgers ran the ball once and didn't get any yards. Nothing. So when you don't get, you know. Production from the running game, it puts a lot of pressure on you. Then, like I said, also, they had to go away from their run, too, by getting down. That's what you got to understand with football, man. Once you – when you start a game slow, it's hard for you to then play your game plan. Mm-hmm. Because if you're, now, if you're down 14 and nothing, 17 and nothing, and you think you're going to be able to just keep running the ball and run your way back into the game, it's not going to necessarily happen because every time you run the ball – Clock keeps moving. And so that's one of the things that hurt them uh, the de- and their defense. Let's talk about their run defense. Oh, their run defense was pissed. Oh, it's forward. been terrible all year, though. I try to tell people. 29 attempts, 220 yards, four touchdowns for who? Mr. Raheem Monster. We don't even call him Morstead no more. Mostert, whatever. His name is Raheem Monster. Okay? That man ran all up and down. Okay, that Packers run defense. Okay, don't get me started on the, on the reverses to Debo Samuel. Okay, because it was the one play. They, they, both reverses was the same play, just on the opposite sides of the field. Run defense was terrible. Jimmy G only threw the ball, had to throw the ball eight times, and they won 37 to 20. He had a Ryan Tannehill game. Okay, this run, this this rushing attack has been carrying Jimmy G. I wouldn't say carry him the whole season, but half of the season I say this run, this run, this rushing attack has been when you got Raheem Monster, Matt Breida, and Tevin Coleman, who actually dislocated his left shoulder, by the way, in this game. You know, hopefully they can pop it back into place for the Super Bowl in two weeks. But man, I'm talking about just every time. You run, they run the ball. It's a first down, or it's 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 second and eight. I mean, second and two. Excuse me. Second and one. Second and three. Jesus. One thing I wanted to say about Mostert, he did the groundwork on Sunday for himself a new contract. For new, but pay me. And the think money. about this, especially if they win the Super Bowl. If they win the Super Bowl. He he earned himself a lot of money, and he's already you know he's not he don't have a terrible contract. He's making three years. Uh, he's on the three year, eight million seven hundred thousand contract. Uh, right at two point six million this season. But when you have that kind of game, it puts the attention on you know, on the uh, front office, and they they like okay, man, they gonna owe him some more money if they if they win this Super Bowl for sure. He's gonna get, you know, another contract. But like you said, the Packers' run defense, it was awful. Um, Bring me my money. It had been suspect for the entire season, and that was one of the question marks I had about that team. Uh, Because like we said, Jimmy G didn't have to do nothing. I mean, six for eight, 77 yards. He did nothing. Just handed the ball off. Boop. Boop. Hey, man, a shout-out to the old Wiley vet. You know, he, he he taught everybody, you know, question, you know, the moves he made, you know, and negotiating his own contract, you know, said he wasn't going to be a pro bowler, all pro. Man, shout out to Richard Sherman, man, who could talk that talk and back it up. He, revi- he re- revitalized his career in San Francisco. All right. Coming off a of torn Achilles, man. I got one shout-out I'd like to give, too. Rolled the dice on himself and, and won. But that's the thing you got to do, man. You got to bet on yourself uh, and believe. I know he's about to shout-out. Who am I shout-out? Number 41. Yes, I would like to give a shout-out myself. 
I want to give a shout out to Emmanuel Mosley. Dudley Boy. 336. Born and bred. Uh, Dudley Boy, like you said, you know, stepping in. He's getting an opportunity to play, I think, due to injury. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's making the best of it, making the most of it. So, got to give a lot of respect to him on that. Uh, like you said, Debo Samuel is real. Uh, it's Jadavion Clowney's cousin. I don't know if many know, but uh, they are cousins, and so I could I could see that man when you see how how he he grinds out there, man. The dog he got in him, grinding, grinding. You know he got that dog in him, and, and you could just tell that they they used to train together back in the day, and and now they here. But we like we said, it's gonna be a great Super Bowl. We are gonna wait till the end of the show to give our predictions. But again, excuse me, we're we going to give our predictions next week because they got this Pro Bowl in the middle of the game between the conference championships and the Super Bowl. So make sure y'all holler at us next week to hear our predictions. And uh, give us y'all predictions via the Twitter or the IG. Send in y'all predictions. But yeah, we're moving on. NBA. To the basketball. Yes, sir. Let's get it. So, we have some trades that te- that took place. From last week to this week. You know, since we've been on um, Sacramento Kings. They traded. Trevor Reza, Gabriel, and Swanigan to the Portland Tra- Trailblazers for Kent Bazemore. Anthony Tolliver and two second round picks. Why do I look like that in that picture? <laughs> he posted. <laughs> Y'all just look at every those that's listening. Just look at my Instagram. Let's <laughs> just look at this picture. Oh my god! I can't believe I look like that in the picture. I look lost. <laughs> But yeah, we got a trade with Sacramento and Portland. Um, feel, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I get why they did do the trade for the Trevor Ariza for the defensive aspect. I know he's definitely fallen off quite drastically, but I don't uh, think it, it may it may help it may help Portland in the long run. Jonathan Jones is upset. Our producer's a little bit upset. I can see it in his face. Yeah, because I, last week he wanted the, the Lakers, Lakers to trade for him. To get trade for but him. I mean, it ain't no, you know, I get over it. But he might help them. I don't think it's gonna push them nowhere. I'm talking about Portland. Don't Portland, think. you don't think it is? Nah. And and Portland's getting uh, Caleb Swanigan back too, who they they drafted him and then let him go to Sacramento. Mm. So we'll see how this this family reunion does. Not literally family reunion, but my boy going to Cooperstown. We got another trade, Minnesota. We got somebody else going back. You know, they're going home, going home. Minnesota has traded Jeff Teague and Travion Graham to Atlanta for Allen Crab. I think this was, you know. I don't get it. I don't get what Minnesota's trying to do because now who's going to be their starting point guard? You know, I seen it was uh, I seen they trying to get D Rose. I mean, not D Rose. D Low. D Low. Excuse me. D'Angelo, Yeah, but I'm I just got to figure out yeah, what pieces they're going to put together. But I know that's what they're trying to do. Like, what pieces is Minnesota going to put together? You know, to put to send to Golden State because you know Golden State ain't going to take take a bag of chips and a drink. They're going to be like, no, we want the whole entree. Okay, so you got to come off something. Like they're in, the Wolves are in hot pursuit. But I don't get what they're going to do for, why they traded Jeff Teague now though. Yeah, I don't get why they traded him without having a solidified replacement. That was kind of weird. It's like it's rushed to move him or something. Mm-hmm. Or like they moved him knowing that something else was in the pipeline. Some, something else is... Something else we got is that we not, you know. Shoot, maybe they'll hop into Darren Collison um, hunt. Darren Collison to Minnesota? No, nah, he's coming back to either one of those teams that we mentioned, the Clippers or the Lakers. I don't see him coming back at this point For them. to play on a non-contender. Yeah, that's true. 
So I didn't understand that either. Um, for me, I think I would have been on the Atlanta side of it. I would have been a little bit more excited or yeah, like, cause, okay, cause, I get it. If they were literally two, three games out of the playoffs mm-hmm. and you told me that they were going to get another capable guard, you know, to take some pressure off of uh, Trey Young. Because he's supposed to be their backup. Right. He's not going to start. So mm-hmm. he will. He'll be able to alleviate his minutes because Trey, Trey Young has too many uh, minutes and responsibility. But I just think, for what? I mean, you know, if you're thinking long term, I guess. But this year is a wash for them because they just, they, you know, their record is awful. Yeah. And I thought, I thought when Collins came back that they would have a chance to make a run. But their record is far worse since Collins has got back than it was think it's when, time, when he was suspended. Think it's time to fire the head coach. Maybe the players have given up on him too as well. It's possible. Who is the coach? Uh, Lloyd Pierce. I yep, think his Lloyd name Pierce. Is. Yep. There we go. Yeah, I don't. I I can't really give you because I don't watch the Hawks like that, and not on TV. So I can't really give you where where the issue lays. League pass is free this week. FYI. NBA League Pass is free this week. Yeah, Somebody that. said that yesterday. They, they yes. Ran, I know that. So when you all hear this, viewers, uh, NBA League Pass for the, for the basketball heads is free this week. Yeah. Of course, download the app and just check out some hoops. Trying to get those views up. Yeah, they want people to buy in. Yeah, but. I heard the ratings low this, um, this season. Any other trade rumors? Heat. We're seen as possible destinations for either DeMar DeRozan or LaMarcus Aldridge. Hmm. Somebody asked me yesterday if I had to choose which one, which one would I choose? And I said LaMarcus Aldridge. I almost called him Lamar something else. I don't know what I was about to call him, but it was going to be LaMarcus Aldridge. But yeah, LaMarcus Aldridge, just for his length and for his ability to stretch the floor too. So and then he we well he's a better I'm sick of Myers Leonard. We don't need him. Mm. But I can I and I would like to see us make a run for Drew Holiday too if we can. Mm. Drew Holiday. I like Drew. The Rocket. Oh, do you have something to say on yes. that? Yes. I have DeMar? a few points on that. I slept on this thing for a minute. Uh DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge. DeMar's having a decent year too. I see. He is having a good year, but this is my thing. I don't think that I want us to pull the trigger on either one. Mm. And I'm going to tell you why, because DeMar DeRozan is a two-guard. So if you trade for him, what are you going to do, put Jimmy at the three? Mm-hmm. Right. I get you. Not enough shooting for me. And DeMar primarily. Because Jimmy is a capable three-point shooter, but he's not a right. shooter. Right. And DeMar, and DeMar is, is not a three-point shooter Yeah, he's midi. So, so that's not enough right. shooting for me. Yeah. Then when I look at uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, I say, okay, our problem right now is we're getting dominated inside the paint. I mean, giving up 60, 70, 80 points in the paint. He's not going to He's not going to change that he's either not change because he's not a center. He's a power forward. True. So this is my thing. If we're going to trade for a big man, and, and neither one of these guys are probably as good as Aldridge overall, but if we were going to trade for a big man, Steve. I would say Steven Adams yeah. or Tristan Thompson. Oh yeah, I said. T-T. I, he just had that career high. In the I said. I said. Tt. I said. Give us t- Tristan Thompson. You saw that? He had I mean? twenty-two rebounds. Yeah, I definitely take Tristan Thompson just for the simple fact I know he'll grab me boards, yeah. and, and I know for a fact, I know for a fact I can get like twelve and eight from him. True. Well, I said it wrong. His eight and twelve. Crazy though. Y'all yeah, I know, that's the thing. Y'all got the, yeah, I got the bread. Because Braun is his boy, and we got him. Paid we have bread. We, we have plenty of money because we don't have. The, we got a lot of the young players, obviously. But that's the thing too. I don't know if you it's take kinda... on that bread for Tristan Thompson. So I gotta, mm-hmm. get, I gotta think again. I'm gonna get back to you. I might go Steve. on the center. I go. Steve. What is his contract? It, it gotta be less than Tristan Thompson. The ro- <clears throat> the Rockets <clears throat> are not interested. No longer, they're no longer interested in Robert Covington. And uh, we all do know the trade deadline is February 6th. So that, right. So that is right, right after. Yep, right after the dang on. Well, y'all know what I'm getting ready to do with this again. But what? Jamal Crawford. Yeah. Um, he, well, I'm going to do it again. It's about to happen. He I'm going to do it again to, today. Gotta... I'm, I'm going to do it every week till he gets signed. It, it makes no sense. When I look at the Rockets and their bench, mm-hmm. they need help. Okay. They need help. 
I think it's going. I think he's going to get picked up like in the next two weeks. Lakers, what are y'all doing? I I want them. Do you think about? Do you realize what it'll look like if you then have? I want them. If you have Darren Collison, assuming he signs with them, yeah. Jamal Crawford. Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna have anybody. now you're gonna have two people off the bench that can create their own shot. We don't have to get rid of anybody. Don't have to get rid of nobody. Darren can can create his own shot and create shots for others. Jamal is more of a you know himself. But I, I just I don't understand. Somebody got to help me understand this because I just I can't. I, well, I don't get it. Well, okay. Just in as a whole, I haven't been. Y'all, y'all let me know. I ain't really been seeing a lot of cats getting signed. Like this free agent, like free agents. Oh, I like have, in the season, in like the, whoever's the, on so, the waiver. So far nobody this season, has, yeah. No, so far nothing. this season, I have there hasn't been that much action. So I think whatever. I don't know the exact, outside of outside of Melo. Yeah, outside of outside of Melo. But I mean, we 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 a couple months deep into the season now, you know, and ain't really happening next week. Yeah, so I, I think it's a overall league trend. I think after the. I think in the next two weeks, stuff about to get busy. I think it's gonna you, we gonna be seeing stuff left and right, and I think he's gonna be a part of it. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. He, he might, he might be getting blackballed. He might be getting blackballed, but like you said, he dropped, you know, 50, 50 plus last year. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's getting blackballed. I don't. I don't okay, know. Well, explain it to me. I just, I low key, I, like for real, I think that overall this season there hasn't been that many free agents. Free agent signing so far. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know why. But he is a free agent. Yeah, nobody's picked up. And I, I mean, if just think about the league as a whole, that hasn't really been. You haven't really been seeing. I a, know Jr. ain't much, but I know somebody can use Jr. If they're bench. Yeah, yeah. Somebody can use. Somebody, somebody could. Use somebody could. I think it's gonna happen. Like the floodgate is gonna open over the next two weeks around the trade deadline. Guys are gonna start getting picked up because teams really gonna lock in on their squad post mm-hmm. All Star break. That's going, you know, t- people are going to be getting their, their um, squads together. I think Jamal can get picked up. You mentioned Melo. Yeah. They brought Melo in, and they're still struggling. Yeah. Think but, about the bench, their bench, if they had Jamal Croft. Yeah. Instant offense. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would help. Last night you had, what, eight guys, I think, Abel? I like, mean, yeah, because them, them cats, they – you look at the bench, the whole and squad. And play, what, 20-plus men? It had to be. The whole, squad in, the whole squad in suits over there. So, nah. And so I can't, and I can't get with the thing, the notion of it hasn't been much movement. Yes, that's true, but there hasn't been – there's not many other players that's the level of Jamal Crawford. Well, true. The, you know, the dude scored – I just want people to really put this into context. There are some great players mm-hmm. that scored 50 in their career probably twice yeah. in their careers. The dude scored 50, 50 points in a game last year, uh-huh. and he's not on anybody's roster. I, I just the only the reason I the reason I'm not sold on the black ball is just him being black ball is just that from what I've been seeing these like the league if the if the majority of the league is moving a certain way it seems like everybody else is. I'm just saying so far this the free agent market hasn't been something teams have been really. Seemingly worried about, and I don't know why they're doing that. I don't know if there's some type of contractual thing in the background that incentivizes them to do it later. But we'll see. If he don't get picked up by the trade deadline, then I will go. Then I'll think he's being. I think ball. that deadline for that is for the in pickup. Like, it's like March, uh-huh, sometime in March. Yeah. But most of the times, teams they'll see what they got on the trade on the trade by the trade deadline. Because teams, are, people are going to get released and everything. You yeah. have to clear waivers and yeah. all of that. And then but. that's when cat. So if he don't get picked up, then then I'll be like, okay, yeah, he's something. Something's going down because now the time has passed to actually get him. Okay. He, well, one 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 thing I want to ask. If y'all could pick the top two teams you think he would most benefit, that he who would, would most you benefit? say right now the rest of the season, Jamal Crawford? One, I'd go with the earlier team you said was the Rockets, for sure. And I want to see why he won't go back to uh, L.A., to the, the Clippers. To the Clippers. Yeah. See, that's what I'm worried about them all. I can see. I, I'm worried about that. You got him and Lou Will. I, but I wouldn't. How can I say it? If he, I, I don't think he would do much for them. Like I don't think he would get a lot of burn mm-hmm. on their squad. I don't. But I think he would get more burn with coming in on the Lakers or the Rockets. One of them two. <clears throat> Big 
and I agree with you on that because I don't like the Clippers fit for that because those two guys are kind of the same. Although, yeah, they're just, you know, the Lou Williams is better slightly at this point because yeah, he's, younger. he's younger. But neither one of those guys play defense. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're going to they gonna get – yeah, you know, killed on yeah, defense, on defense both of them, if you yeah. have both of those guys in, yeah. and it also might be a problem as far as sharing the ball. Yeah, Lou Williams knows right, know right now he in his role. that him and, he and Harold, Montrez Harold, are going to both get eighteen shots a piece off the bench. Yeah, off off rip. Okay, if you sign Jamal Crawford, then you you taking seven shots from Lou, seven shots from Montrez. Yeah. I don't. I we don't giving know how Jamal that fourteen shots. I, I, uh, not every game. We letting Jamal Crawford not get every fourteen game. shots. He wouldn't no. get him every game. I'm not giving him fourteen shots. Not every game. Not if I have Lou Will and Harold. If he get hot, and, and I have Shamit too. You know he ain't gonna pull fourteen a game. A uh, game. I don't know. He gonna be up and down. Okay, that might. You know that number may not be. But on an average, Lou yeah. Will would average twelve shots a game. Yeah. So okay. you're taking run from both of those guys who right now. Thrive because they know. Okay, they know they same right. way. Paul George and Kawhi gonna be able to dominate starting. Yeah. We are off the bench. Yeah, I think they their team. It looks like all the role players are very very comfortable in their role. So I think bringing him him in and really using him a lot could throw some of the other guys off. I don't think they need him the most out of all them teams. I don't think I think they need him the least as right. a, compared to the Rockets and the Lakers. I think yeah. Cause they already got um, Lou, but like I said too, I like the Blazers. Cause obviously they still need some more help, especially considering they're starting mellow. Yeah, I thought originally he, they might have him off the bench, but they're starting good. right. He, he doing good, but you're not getting that. You're not getting that bench score. Yeah, so you bring Jamal Crawford and you are gonna get that bench score. I feel you. Um, they got Trevor Reason now. That's where they're gonna get their bench score. <laughs> he look, he's solid three and D. Oh, my goodness. But, I mean, he's just not the same player no more. And I respect Trevor Reese, but he's not. You know, he's declined year after year. Um, the Blazers, uh, if I could pick one more team. Hmm. Maybe Denver, if they end up, especially if they end up trading those guys. That I talked about uh, them guards. Those them guards, they trade guards. all them guards. You know, three guards or so. They need somebody else at that position. Getting nothing out of him. And Denver, you talking about Denver making that move for who? Jamal Crawford. But I'm saying you said they lost them guards. If they traded for a Kevin Love, that's what I, which so is it, in the rumors, or uh, so Jamal. There, you know what? I think he could. He would. He would fit that role well too. Like, and in, he would be a veteran that can. You yeah. know. Yeah. Talk to all those young guys. And and in general, off just that, just off the, not just with uh, Denver, like if another team out there made a move um, and came off some guards in, in, in any situation, I think you, you could slide Jamal in there. Um, after you make like a bigger trade, you could pick him up to, to fill in some holes you might have um, created by making another trade. I think that could make a market for him too. We talked about also last week, I think it was, if you trade Kyle Kuzma, who do you do it for? I'm going to say we got somebody we're going to mention in a minute. But also, we talked about Drew Holiday earlier. I like a big three of LeBron, AD, and Drew Holiday. And, And back to Jamal Crawford, if you trade, say, Kuzma and... Uh, Rondo or Kuzma and Daniels, mm-hmm. then you Ford would have Drew. right. Then you would have a, Kyle down the opening uh, New Orleans. New Orleans, too. <laughs> then you would have an opening for sure oh, for another man, for a two squad, guard. Man. Oh my goodness, uh, that's like Lakers two point But uh, I mean, maybe, maybe. I'm right now. I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the side of holding on to Kuzma if we can. Speaking of, I will hold on right now. Unless it's, it gotta be something crazy. Speaking of trade partner, well, Who's trade it? assets, the Lakers are interested in Derrick Rose. Yes, sir. Right now, Derrick Rose is in the middle of his best season since he was named the youngest MVP in the league history back in 2011. 
Rose's MVP season, he averaged 26.7 points, 8.2 assists, and 1.1 steals per 75 possessions. This year, he's averaged 25.9 points, 8.4 assists, 1.1 steals per 75 possessions. Good gracious. Now, let's go to your Lakers. What team need them the most? Possible. This is just, you know, just uh, possible packages. Oh, Quinn okay. Cook and Kyle Kuzma for Rose. Quinn Cook and Kyle Kuzma for Daryl. Oh, man. That's what you send to Detroit. Would I do that? Would you do that? Mm, I don't know. If I, I, don't, do I don't know. Because I'm just talking about the whole Kyle kind of. It would make by trading. I don't know. No, I, I'm a, I'm gonna step in. I would not do that. He said I'm gonna step in. I, I just wouldn't. I, would I don't do, think so. Because this was my this is what I'm thinking for Derrick Rose. I'm thinking Rondo, not for yeah Rondo and Daniels. Sequoia Demboye. Rondo Detroit wouldn't do that. Rondo Daniels. I mean, you gotta throw something and a pick. They do that. Why, why, why would are they rebuilding? Is that what Detroit is doing? Are they trying to rebuild right now? They need to be because Blake Griffin is hurt. It just they're gonna end up trading drum. It looks like it would. It would depend on. It would depend on what Detroit's mindset is moving forward. If they about to hit that rebuild button, then maybe. But if they trying to still hold on, you know, for something, I I wouldn't do that. That ain't enough for me. That is not enough. I don't know. I I, sent, I read that D Rose was happy in Detroit too. He was he was fine staying there. Yeah. And the interest is kind of outside everything I've been seeing. Like from it was the Lakers, Seventy Sixers are interested. I haven't really seen Detroit was listening to trade talks for Derrick Rose. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really seen. Mm, no, it's just been more so teams that teams are interested. are trying. To, yeah, exactly. I see. And that's making me feel like they not. If they did move him, it would, y'all would have to they would have to really get something back because they don't feel like they're that pressed to move him. So I feel like if you did, I feel like the Lakers did get Derrick uh, Rose. Kyle Kuzma would probably have to be in there. I would want him. I would want him. I, I don't know how he would fit with the, with with, uh, with Philly though. I'm talking about Derrick. I don't know. Well, how. Yeah, they said this is what uh, this is what Bleacher got for me: Zaire Smith, Jonah Bolden, and a second round pick. Zaire got bounced. I've watched the kid play. I ain't never seen him play. I've watched the kid play. He was a freshman. He came out as a freshman from who, Texas Tech. Who 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 uh who they got running guard? Uh Philly. They got Ben. Who they got they running guard? They got Ben at the one, Josh Richardson, Tobias Harris. Um Horford and MB. Horford starts. Yeah, when uh Yeah. They run Horford and They MB run him at the four. Okay. Uh, Cause I know they start that that Farkin on yeah. that that other foreign guy. I can't pronounce his name. And, and we're he got this. And we're saying Derek on either team, he will come off the bench. He will still be in the same role he's in now. He was, he, more than likely, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, that's I, what you're I think if he goes to the Lakers, he'll start maybe, with the Lakers. Yeah, Lakers. That might be something different. Yeah. Okay. That might be something different. For um, him. I like. I think he help either one of those teams. But I'm gonna add another team that should be. Uh, trying to get him. I, if I'm the Bucks, uh, yeah. I, I try to I try to swap out Blitz so oh, yeah, for Derrick Rose. That would mm. be it for sure. I'll, that explosion. I, I would. Team, but I would. Rope. That would be more legit for me if that happened. There'd be a lot more legit. Yeah, there has been rumors on Cap, but he says he's committed to Timberwolves. The Timberwolves. He's not. You know, he's not acting on it. Not worried about it. Don't. Oh man, we got some. Just real quick, um, that man Bradley Beal is getting angry. Oh, I heard about that. What's the, up with that? Does somebody take on that contract? Oh man. Before before next week, does he say trade me by next week? Do I see a team that need him that bad? Mm. No, I. Off the top of my head, ain't nobody just, just just jumping out at me. Because it wouldn't make sense for him to go to another bad team or even average. The only way it makes sense if he goes to a contender, mm-hmm. and most contenders either don't have, won't have the cap, mm-hmm. 
or we have other players that they're they're not willing to give up. You know, young players that they're not willing to give up. Mm-hmm. For me, for me, Bill, I just I don't understand. You know what he's uh, tripping about because he he re up with him. He asked right. for this. You yeah. saw this writing on the wall. John he Wall is hurt. You saw y'all roster, and you read up. Now in the middle of the season, you talking about you angry at because y'all sorry. What y'all two games worse than you thought y'all was gonna be? Now you want to <laughs> yeah, trade? That's on him, yo. Oh, I, I can't get with him on this. That's on him. Porzingis will be back tonight. Okay. After missing ten games. Oh man, I think that yeah, that's all we got on the rumors, man. You know, that's all we got. That's all I got. You got any rumors? That stood up. Nah, I feel like next by this time is we. I think that's when stuff gonna get. Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, send some prayers up to Chandler Parsons. I don't oh, know if you've seen the joint. He got in some serious car accident. Yes, yeah, yeah. the injuries is like career, is potentially like career ending. I seen ending, it because he got hit by a DUI driver. Ah, so it's potential career ending. That's crazy. I, have y'all have you have y'all seen kind of like what the injury is? Mm-mm. That's for it to be a career ending. That gotta be like like something in his back. Probably that's what I was. I was thinking some spine stuff because most of your limbs, you know, you can. But you know back. you can you can rehab that, but I, I feel like a spine injury probably. But I, I and knock on wood, I hope whatever is up with him. You know, exactly. All right, MVP of all sports this year, man. This was an ongoing topic I've seen for like the past like two days. I want to say, um, on sports TV and everything, and I thought, hmm, let's give our thoughts on it. You want to know what Ryan Clark? I saw this today. Ryan Clark said Conor McGregor is the MVP of all sports this year. This, I said, man, are you drunk? Like, well, he's like Conor McGregor's carrying UFC on his back. He's the best fighter in the game. He's doing this. He's doing that. I mean, he is a, he is the face of UFC, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But uh, speaking of Conor McGregor, see, rough. Then you had someone here, bro. Yes, sir. Conor McGregor did his thing this past weekend, y'all. He knocking people out. Yeah, he knocking people out. Mama said knock you out. 40 seconds. That's what he do. 40 seconds? Yeah. Yeah, so Saturday night, uh, if you haven't heard, McGregor defeated Donald. Cowboy. Donald Cerrone. Cerrone. Yeah, have you said it? Cerrone. Uh, Donald Cowboy In 40 seconds. I mean, he was hitting him with shoulder shots. I mean, he was. He he was doing his thing, man. I just want y'all to know, man. And um, he just he said he hey, was doing his thing. He was. Hey, just hit the motion too, y'all. He, he was. He was. <laughs> he was doing his thing, man. And uh, you know, it's you know, with something something on you feel like something on you. You try to shake it off. That's how he was doing. But he was coming all the way up. His mm-hmm. arm was coming up heavy, man. Out. That's what he yeah, did. Yeah, he wasn't playing. So, um. This one thing I wanted to ask y'all about this. They, it's been some talks of was this uh, scripted or what? This fight. Yeah, just some people are saying that he literally knocked him out too quick. For uh, it seems yeah, like some people are skeptical. WWE on, huh? The right. ref called it early. He did call it. A, yeah. Man, that's. Yeah, let I would hope not, cause that's that's kind of. I hope not. And they said the guy that he faced, I'm not I'm not in tune on him. I don't know my research. I haven't done my research yeah. on him. But they said he's a good fighter. Cerrone so is. So for him to look like that, Cerrone it, is. It, it is throwing people off. They were, they were coming they were both coming off of back to back losses, but Cerrone's a decent, decent uh UFC fighter, man. That's why I was surprised that it was, I didn't expect it to be only forty seconds. Did did he win was this like a championship Mm-mm. type of no, it was just a, just Mm-mm. about. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You are, you are, you would hope that in, this, in sports like that, that they wouldn't compromise the competition just for buzz. You would hope, but you don't never know. You don't never know. You can never say never. Yeah. I will never mm-hmm. say never. That's the Justin Bieber with uh with Jaden Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Or no? I think so. Yeah, that's the kung fu. Uh, yeah. Karate Kid, Jaden Smith, and. 
Yeah, Connor said, um, well, no, Dana White said Connor's next opponent may be Nurmeka Medoff. So, you know, that's that rematch. That's where all the controversy happened a few years ago. But yeah. Back to my MVP of all sports is definitely not Connor. Nah, I don't think so. No. I'm going to go with my man's, you know, swag goo, you know? Who? Swag goo. Swag goo? Who is that? You don't watch Get Up? Oh, man. Who is Swag goo? You know who Swag goo is? Nah, who's Swag goo? Oh, man. Who is Swag goo? (laughs) Oh, he said last week. Who is Swag goo? Oh, yeah, he did say, um, trying to remember his name. I'm getting a brain fart right now. I don't know, Swaggo. What did he say? Uh, no, he said LeBron James, MVP of all sports this year. Of all? Yeah, yeah okay. definitely LeBron. Year 17. The most valuable player of all sports. Okay. We go with LeBron. But it was, it was a very good argument for Patty. Patrick Mahomes, man. I Now, now you know, I don't know. But I, I, they were talking about, I, I think Stephen A. was talking about that Patrick Mahomes is more the product of the system. He said something like Marcus Spears. Jesus, I'm mad. I forgot his name. Oh, Marcus Spears. There we go. Jesus. I don't know. Nobody knows who Marcus Spears. You know who Marcus Spears is. Yeah. Dude, cat with the glasses? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> big boy. Yeah. Big, big, big ball head. Say we're going to lose some weight, but we're we still waiting. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm, I'm conflicted on this question because everybody knows I'm a LeBron fan, but. When you don't make the playoffs last year. Now, there were reasons why, but all of that is a reason why I can't name him the MVP of all sports. Because for one, he missed, what, 20 plus, 25 games last season due to the injury. Um, so I probably would have to go Mahomes. Uh, it's definitely not Tom Brady because the Patriots, even though they won the Super Bowl last year, they yeah. won in spite of him. Not as a result of him. Who was it that you said? Richard Jefferson. Richard Jefferson said said Tom Brady. Tom Brady. And I think um, Max was saying Kawhi. He did say Kawhi. Max said Kawhi. Max did say Kawhi. I was like. Kawhi's got a better argument than Tom Brady to me. But I can't give it to neither one. Because Kawhi missed every year. He's missing a quarter of the season. He don't. So, of course, you should be able to be great when you're fresh like that in the playoffs. A big debate that they was saying about the most valuable and the best. That was sent. Uh, what's your boy? What was he talking about? Marcus Spears. He do, he made that point. He was talking about being the most valuable doesn't necessarily mean that you're the best. That that, that doesn't necessarily that those two things don't coincide. Yeah, they were saying that. Yeah, it was like, and then it was like Molly. He was like, mediate for us. Uh, Moder- I mean, not mediate, moderate. Tell us, you know, MVP, most valuable. Is it for the sport or is it like the best player? Like, yeah. what? Yeah, I'm gonna lean with I'm gonna lean with Mahomes. That's that's gonna be my final answer. So if you if you took him off their team, what do you think that they would have? What their success would have looked like if you was put in a, a serviceable, you know? Guy, his same position. Would they still be good? Well, see, for me, I'm. Or is that not how you look at it? I'm. I'm looking at it kind of two ways because, like you said, the MVP to me doesn't mean the best player because we know Michael Jordan didn't win it every year and he was the best player. LeBron doesn't win it every year. Uh, for me, I'm. I'm I kind of do like who was the best player that season as far as their impact. You know, it's almost, it's almost like statistics. Oh, because Giannis last year was the MVP. Mm-hmm. Was he a better player than LeBron? Mm-hmm. No, he's not a better basketball player than LeBron James. But when you look at his stats, the team's success, and you, you factor all of that together, yeah. then you go with him. And so I'm going with Mahomes because I'm saying, okay, he won the regular season MVP, and that means, you know, his stats were elite, and they did – you know, do something in the playoffs. They didn't go as far as some people expected, but they did something. You know, like I said, I can't go with LeBron because I know why they missed the playoffs. Yes, he missed. He was injured. 17, but yeah. when you miss 17 and then you end up missing like 25 because when they were out of the playoff race, he sat some more games. Yeah. Then how are you the most, you, the most valuable player for the season? No, I, I, can't. I can't. See, 
I feel like your value can be shown in your absence too. And that's kind of, I think that's the only argument for LeBron was that before he was out, there was like fourth in the West with that squad. So then take him out the picture. You saw how dramatically they dropped. And um, and then like his usage rate this this season right here is really high too. So I feel like he took him out the Lakers as constructed, they would be significantly not as good either. I, there was, I think there'll still be a playoff team, but it'll be, like, in the bottom four. I get what you're saying on that. The thing I would say about Mahomes also, though, is if you trade – say you put Jimmy G on that team instead of Mahomes. Do you think they win that game uh, when they were down 24 to nothing? No. No way. no. no way. That goes back to my point when Steven ain't thinking anybody could play quarterback – and so it's it's that's what I'm saying. I mean it's a it's a it's a good argument, good conversation, but I just think for his play and his leadership, I would give it to Mahomes. I would give it to Mahomes last year, this past year. Definitely. And now the moment we've all been waiting for in the NBA season. The debut of the number one overall pick in the 2019 NBA Draft, Zion Williamson yeah. will, be me, will be making his professional debut this Wednesday versus the San Antonio Spurs. Yes, sir. On ESPN. Got to tune in quick because he's on like a 15 to 20 minute minutes restriction. So y'all, yeah. You better tune in and you watch. better tune in early. But he won't start, right? Nah, he's starting. He is going to start, they, they but play start. that little bit of minutes. That's what they said. I don't get that. I would cut him off the bench to start. He's going to start a ride. He's going to start a ride. Will Zion help push the Pelicans into the playoffs? Right now, they're three and a half games back. Yeah. Who's in between them? I, Griffiths, uh, I say Griffiths. Wait, did you just say? Memphis is uh, AC. I'm, they're currently the AC, yeah. And then who's in, who's in between Memphis and the Pels right I'm now? I'm getting ready to give it to you right now. He's actually not on a strict minutes restriction. He's not? Oh. No, but they they want, they're expected to keep his minutes in the 15 to 20 minute range, though. That's a minute. But they have no hard. They have <laughs> yeah, no they're hard. not yeah, saying, I know, though, I know, for I know. Sure. They like, just be so technical with this stuff. Okay. Yeah, but okay. 7C is the Thunder. Uh-huh. 8C is the Grizzlies. 8C is the Grizzlies. 9C is the Spurs. 10C is the Blazers. 11C is the Suns. 12C is the Pelicans. Oh. But the thing about it is, between the Grizzlies at the 8C and the Pelicans at the 12C, it's a three and a half game That's going to be tight. Well, who tight. the 6C? Who the 6C real quick? Rockets. Oh, look. Hey, look. That 7 through 11 spot. 7 through 12. 7 through 12 about to be crazy. They about oh man mm-hmm. right because on seven through twelve is only separated by uh, eight games. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, so that's gonna turn up. It could be some turnaround. Yeah, man, I do. I feel I do see Zion coming in and, and yeah. ha- making an impact. Yeah, helping these boys, especially on both ends of the floor too. Yeah, because and then like like um, I was overhearing this morning too, like you know they've had some injuries on that on that front court, so. With favors missing a oh, lot. Oh, yeah, of yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot, yeah. He's he definitely he coming and filling, be able to play the three and the four. He's been hooping. I, even if they don't make the playoffs, I, I think. It'll definitely help change the yes, dynamic going yes, forward yes, into I the think, 2020, yeah, 2021 I think definitely give them some good momentum. The only thing I'm worried about, this, I threw it up, the only thing I'm worried about with him, yeah, that little kid upstairs, that be. <laughs> Did he just drop his whole body on the dog, ground? Dog, look, I don't know. <laughs> he he, said, he be practicing. <laughs> Like, he about to be a stunt double. No, I'm saying. <laughs> how I I'm worried about how they're going to incorporate Zion into the offense. Like I don't want them like just to force force him in it. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I'm just worried. And then when I heard about them starting, I was like, "What y'all doing, man?" Because they've been wrote there. They've been you know they got a little yeah, bit these last few games. And, and I just not. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, um, let me just get this real quick. They set a franchise record yesterday if for I'm like threes. Not, for threes. Yeah, yep. it was pulling. It was it was it was that was Yeah, they game. hit ten threes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they hit a franchise record ten threes yesterday. So how so how would y'all bring him in? Mm, that's very, very complicated. He'd probably be my, my foe. He'd be at the foe for me. Mm-hmm. Just cause I got B.I. and mm-hmm. I got JJ Reddick. Mm-hmm. 
So it'll definitely be at the four. We'll try to work him, try to work a little high low game, possibly between him and Jackson Hayes. Mm. Try to work that. But I don't know how Alvin Gentry runs his offense yeah. on the top of my head. So I can't, yeah. That's that's just what I would do. But just try to work him in slowly and then, you know, transition. Oh, transition. I know he's taking off. You go crazy. I know Alvin did good with uh I know it's the, they different players, but he did good with Amari. With uh Phoenix. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. He did good with Amari and Phoenix. I know the skills are a little different, but few things. I don't. I agree with you, Jonathan, that they do not need to just, you know, throw him back in and and force feed him the ball because that's one of the problems I had with the Lakers, especially with like AD. to start the season. They were just, I mean, just five, six, seven, eight possessions in a row, just throwing to AD like they playing one on, like they playing two on two, and AD is. Great, and the other person is sorry, so they just got to do that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't agree with that. So I just think if it was me, I would bring (laughs) him off the bench. I don't agree with that, but he's doing a a decent job. Uh, But if it was me, I would bring Zion off the bench, especially the first few games. Mm -hmm. You know, it's no way I would start him tomorrow in his debut. Mm -hmm. He already said on his interview earlier that he don't know he's gonna be able to sleep. So that puts even more pressure on you when you're in the starting lineup. Yeah. Uh, he was falling asleep on the bench. He like me over there. He did. He did, <laughs> bro. That's how you be looking. That's how you be looking. That's so I I would bring him off the bench. Um, and another thing I'm I'm looking forward to seeing is, you know, they've done they've taken the time to work on his landing. Hmm. Um, yeah, when that's what they were saying when they were saying they were teaching him how to, how to walk and. Oh. Yeah, he's. He said that he's coming down now to where it's not putting as much pressure on his knees and his body. So I'm interested to see if I can kind of compare his, you know, how he comes down after tomorrow's game. Uh, Because they asked him about that earlier, and he said he can't really explain it. But if you look at the tape, you'll be able to probably tell a a big difference in it. So They're going to be fun, man. They're going to be fun to watch. Yeah, they're gonna be fun. I can't wait to see like lines of out, outlet passes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be smooth. Oh, oh yeah, floor. yeah. Brandon gonna find. Him. And I'm hoping I can get information on his weight. I know I keep harping gonna, on they're it. They're gonna talk about, but it. it's important. They're gonna talk about. Zion doesn't. He needs to be around two sixty. He needs to do that, man, because you just don't see people start out his age heavy mm-hmm. and finish at a weight they need to be. Yeah. We saw player like Shannon Sharp said. Shannon Sharp said, "If somebody is two ninety, three hundred pounds, eighteen year old years old, they gonna get they gonna get bigger ninety percent of the time." And and he like you said, he's only nineteen, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Jesus. So I'm hoping that you know. And when I saw him last week, like in shoot around or whatever practice or something, just dunking the ball and stuff, you could tell that he has definitely lost weight from when uh, the summer league and even when he first got hurt. But I'm interested to see where that number is. Like yeah, they now, said he put on about 8 to 10 uh, pounds, pounds of muscle. muscle. That's all so that. we'll see. I think it, I think any type of oh drastic body change is going to happen in the offseason. What's up? Oh, man. Superman confirms he'll be in a dunk contest Dwight. this year. Yes, so sir. why did he say the other? Y'all saw when they asked him, he was like, I never said that. Yeah, I guess this is his official confirmation. But, uh, hey. I'm with that. You know, yeah, me too. Yeah, we I'm got we got Derrick Jones Jr. and Dwight Howard so far. Jesus, that kid practicing, he just dropped his whole body in the floor. <laughs> hey, uh, he doing swan time bombs. Facts. But, hey, hopefully Zion could come back, can, you know, ha- have fun in the NBA, have fun in the league. We ha- He'll be exciting to watch. You know, high energy, charismatic, good kid, man. Wish him the best of luck, man. Great episode 15, man. We will be back next week for episode 16. And yeah, man, it's been fun. It's your boy, Vonnie the Goat. Zero signing off. Holla at your boys. Holla, 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 Marco. No, it's me, man. I don't give a Cause nobody ain't gonna reach. No, I just wanted to ball. Just wanted the fire. Just like the heat, man. I just wanted to ball. Just wanted to ball. I just wanted to ball. I just wanted to ball. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Vonnie the Goat, co host of Timeout Sports, the podcast. And I just wanted to take the time out and say we appreciate everything.
everyone tuning in each and every week. And we wanted to make sure you guys followed us on Twitter at Timeout Sports 3. Yes, the number three. And on Instagram at Timeout Sports with two underscores. Make sure to follow us, interact, ask questions, because we always reply to our fans. Thanks again for tuning in to Timeout Sports, the podcast.